You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Self-talk part four. What's the question? In the last module, we looked at how you can start to be more aware of the type of self-talk you use and how with negative self-talk, you can begin to challenge and change what you say to yourself. In this module, we'll explore the connection between self-talk and self-confidence and look into the questions you might ask yourself when you're in challenging situations. I'll demonstrate how the questions you ask will have an impact on how you feel and what you do. We'll explore ways to change these questions and discuss the benefits to you in doing so. I'll also show you how you can think more strategically so you can act and become more confident. Using self-talk is one of the most useful techniques and skills you can develop for boosting self-confidence and general well-being. It sounds so easy, yet people don't even think about it. And as a consequence, they develop extremely poor habits, which end up being quite damaging. Negative dialogue, either as self-talk, so just speaking to ourselves, or in conversation with others, as a way of giving us a view of life that's pretty downbeat. Listen to most conversations going on around you in a coffee bar, at the office, while people are on the phone. And in many social situations, I can guarantee that a high proportion of the talk veers towards critical and negative discussions rather than positive and pleasant chat. If attitude is contagious, what people say will also affect your own outlook on life. That's why spending time with people who complain about everything is just demotivating and can become quite stressful. Self-talk and self-confidence. Self-confidence is about believing in your own ability. So developing ways or strategies of encouraging and reinforcing this belief is essential. Positive thinking and the use of positive statements is just one method. And I'll cover this in much more detail in the module on confidence. Here we'll focus specifically on the self-talk aspect. Changing language to help boost confidence is one of the biggest challenges for people who tend to use a lot of negative self-talk. This pattern of mild self-deprecation has usually developed over years and has its basis in low levels of self-esteem and self-confidence. We receive thousands of bits of information every day and how we interpret this information, positively, negatively or choosing to ignore it, has a bigger impact on our levels of confidence, motivation and well-being than we care to imagine. As I mentioned throughout these programs on the Mind app, it's not what happens to you, rather your response and interpretation that drives how you feel and consequently what you do. So it's the meaning you give to events that's crucial. Let's first take an overview of something we call attributions. If someone says something cruel to you, You can choose to interpret that in several different ways, as they're nasty and they make you feel bad or angry, or you can choose to dispute or dismiss their comments as untrue or insignificant, or you can simply ignore it. Choosing 
not to feel angry or bad can take some resolve on its own. But you can choose how you feel. And invariably, you feel much better if you take their criticism, if it is unwarranted, and just imagine it on a piece of paper, fold it up, and confine it to an imaginary waste paper bin. Remember, a key point here, it's your choice, yes, choice, what happens following such comments. So your self-talk after receiving this information is significant on how you respond and how you feel. If you think about it, how you feel in response to something might actually have very little to do with what actually happened or what was said. It's probably more to do with your frame of mind at the time. Have you ever had an occasion when someone said something to you that you could have interpreted as hurtful, but you simply ignored it because at the time you had more important things on your mind and it seemed irrelevant and not worth your time even thinking about it. Yet on another occasion you let it fester and you went for a whole host of thoughts on why they said what they did and you started to beat yourself up about it. That's two different interpretations on meaning depending on the day or the circumstance. One response makes you feel worse and the other does nothing. Remember, people can't make you feel bad without your permission. And the rule is, don't give them that permission. What we call reframing is useful too. You can dismiss a comment by thinking, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know the facts and I won't even give that a second thought. That's easier said than done sometimes, but with training you'll be surprised how resilient you can get simply by using more effective self-talk. Think strategically. In order to perform consistently, performers could consistently think more positively. In fact, I'll take it a step further. You need to think strategically, leaving the bad thoughts to somebody else. Sometimes saying be positive or think positive can be a little overrated, but thinking more strategically, considered and in a rational way is crucial. A good mantra is, what do I want? How do I get there? The rest is noise, and by noise I mean irrelevant interference. The voices that you hear, or the self-talk, might originate from two sources. Firstly, and obviously from yourself, otherwise known as your own self-talk, but also from others in the form of feedback, dialogue, or it could be an article you've read or a video that you've watched. Both forms of feedback could include negative or positive talk. And the positive could be what we call verbal persuasion or encouragement. It could be from significant or insignificant others. The significant ones could include parents, family and coaches. This feedback could be solicited, you asked for it, or unsolicited, you didn't. You might find it difficult to be constructive with either type, and particularly if it's unsolicited. If you're in the public eye, then there's chances you'll receive quite a bit of unsolicited and negative feedback. Here, it's crucial to learn how to quickly dismiss critical comments and not to allow them to get you down. Many experienced actors and sportspeople will actually stop reading news reports of their performances or reviews of their shows for that very reason. Another strategy you could use is asking yourself confidence-building questions. A lot of our self-talk is actually questions we ask ourselves. We ask questions every day, and we're probably not even aware of it. As I've mentioned, a challenge in the mind program is for you to take some time to be consciously aware of how you currently think, and in particular, your self-talk. 
Now, I'll ask you to consider the questions you ask yourself. This is crucial for your personal development because it's the quality of the questions you ask that determines where you end up. I'll explain. When things tend to go wrong, a common reaction for people is to ask why. Why do I mess up? Why does this happen to me? Why can't I do this? These are all questions that will lead to some quite unhelpful answers if you think about it. The questions don't help you get to where you want to be. In fact, the answers will probably make you feel even worse about yourself because they're geared up to label you as a failure. The answers might question your ability or ask yourself why luck's always against you or why this always happens to you and so on. And fundamentally, the answers question your self-worth. So start by being more aware of the questions you ask yourself and train yourself to ask better questions, questions that will encourage answers that will be positive and confidence-building in nature. For example, consider the answer to these confidence-building questions. What's the best thing now I can do to take me a step closer to where I want to get? What personal strengths do I have that will help me succeed in this task? When I play well, what do I do? I'll give myself the best chance to succeed if I do X. What is X? What else can I do? And then, what else? As you can see, these are all questions that have an outcome focus. They motivate you to find a way, to try something else, to explore solutions, to try harder. All good qualities and sensible questions too. So it's the quality of the questions you ask that determines the quality of the outcome you get. The example questions are also all action-orientated questions that tend to get you motivated and more confident rather than the opposite. So to summarise, in this module, we started looking further at the link between self-talk and self-confidence, and we've explored how the quality of the questions you ask yourself, particularly in challenging situations, is crucial in determining the outcome. We also spoke about thinking strategically, again, particularly in times of challenge. So you might start by replacing your initial talk, things like, why does this always happen to me? With more useful, what is the one thing I can do now to move forward type of talk? You'll surprise yourself with how much more you'll get done and how better you feel about yourself in the process. In the next module, we start to look at some more techniques and strategies that you might use to be more aware of that inner voice and how to control it in your favour. Your mind activity today. Continue your conscious awareness of what you're saying to yourself and in particular the questions you ask yourself when you're in a challenging situation. Then see how you can be clever and turn those poor questions like why does this always happen to me? Why can't I? Whatever. Turn those questions on their head and ask a better quality action-orientated question. What can I do now? Type of question instead. You'll have more fun and you'll feel better doing it. See you in the next module. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. 
The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.